cast of characters like this everywhere. Hello, Paul. Delicious. This particular episode of The Shy Life is, is a little more abstract than usual. Okay, it looks like the hairy guy is ready to record. Three, two, one. Go Shy Yeti. Oh my, I hope he hasn't found out my secret. Do you think he has? Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Charlotte Podcast with me, Paul the Shayetti. This episode, we're going to be, well, we're going to get a bit quizzy with Callum, but uh, um, Callum's here right now, so before we do some quizzing, I might get him to say hello. Let's just run the theme music, and then uh, when we come back, we'll be at Walton-on-Thames Station with Callum. Okay. Time for my old buddy, old pal, from across the channel, across the pond, Paul Chandler, the shy daddy. He's not that shy. Oh, the shy Yeah. All I wanted was a pie. And then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it, is it deep? Is it deep? But the boy, he's not all that shy is right. Blimey, Governor, it's the Shy Life Podcast. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for it to begin. It's the Shy Life Podcast. He's positively glowing. <laughs> Hello, listeners. We're back again. We're on Walton-on-Thames Station. We're not staying here for long. We're going to be dipping into some of the quizzes that Callum and I have been... Um, taking part in over the last few months but as he's here I thought I'd get him to say hello hello Callum hello Paul we just had lunch in a pub which well it's only about the second time I've been in a pub um, since early uh, 2020 I think Callum's more used to it Callum are you more used to it I think I am more used to it I am slightly older than you Mm. What about going into pubs? Well, we've just been in one. I know, but you've been in them more than I've been in them recently. <laughs> what are you trying to say? You're an alcoholic. No, you're going. To, you're more braver. You're braving it. <laughs> Haven't you been to? A, yeah, well, someone's got to support the industry. Haven't you been to, um, like, some beer festival or something? Oh. Yes, I have. I've been to the um, uh, Guildford Beer Festival. That was yeah. about a month ago. And uh, you went to that Windsor? Was mainly outside. Did you drink something funny in Windsor the other day? <laughs> it was hilarious. Oh. Um, yeah, that was different uh, Different pubs. Mainly Windsor and Eaton Brewery um, Fair. That sounds fair. Well, we're going to show you now some quizzes. Um, Callum, what do you make of all these quizzes we've been doing? Oh, I've enjoyed nothing, nothing more. Yeah. Well, it's it, we've done pretty well, relatively. I don't think we've ever totally bombed. 
Um, well, have a listen now to, uh, there'll probably be two or three of them. We'll see. I'll see what, what's going on. And uh, yeah. Listeners, our first pop win is from the 11th October 2020. Enjoy exclamation. Hello. Hello. <laughs> His voice is broken. <laughs> yes. Yours hasn't. <laughs> Can you see me? No. You see me now? See you now. <laughs> it didn't start up automatically. I don't know what that is. Video didn't start up. Are you? I'm all right. Yeah. Are you all right? All right. Yeah. Yeah. Listening to records. Yeah. Do you have any quiz questions for me? Yes. Start off with the 1980s question. In 1988, Big Fun became the first British hit for which Detroit-based. Sorry, which Detroit dance band? In 1988, Big Fun became the first British hit for which Detroit dance band? Soul to Soul. Uh, uh, in a city. Is that the one that's... Good, 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 life, good life, good life, good life. A different one. Oh. <laughs> it's yeah. a good life. Uh, 1990s which band had a top 40 hit top 3 hit sorry number 3 hit I do need glasses in 1996 with Trash oh Suede correct 21st century which comic character duetted with Shaggy on the number 2 hit Me Julie in 2002 um must be uh his name now. Um, Sasha Baron Cohen's character. Yeah, Ali uh, G. Ali G. It's been a long time. He's been unreached. Yeah. irrelevant for about 20 years. Titles. Complete the title of Brian Adams' hit from... Ow. 1999. Cloud Number. Nine? Yeah, I've never heard of this hit. Mm. That's the right answer. Initials, which 2008 song by Kings of Leon, Leon has the initials S-O-F. <laughs> That's easy. Sex on fire. fire. Correct. Oldie. <coughs> Let's Stay Together was a top 10 hit for Tina Turner in 1983. Who had an American number one with it in 1972? Let's Stay Together. Um. Sort of picture him, but it's not Roxy music, or is it Roxy music? No, it's not Roxy. No. Music. I know there's an um, it's not that one, it's not that, no, it's not that. Come on, 
Let's stay together. So that one. <laughs> yeah, I think I know who it, I, I know when you say it, but I can, um, I can picture him, but I can't think of his name. God, what is it? I'll time you out. It's Al, yeah. Al Green. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Reverend Al, Al Green, Green, who did the moonlighting thing. That, no, that was Al, Al Jarrow. Jarrow. Yeah. <laughs> so Al from you Jarrow. can call me Al. <laughs> yeah, you can call me Al Jarrow. Um, number. 1980s. Which dance group had hits in the late 1980s with we call it Acid and It Is Time to Get Funky? 808 State? No, it's D Mob. Mm. A bit of a muchness, though. Yeah. 90s. Which rapper had his last top 10 British hit with Adam's Groove from the 1991 film The Adams Family? MC Hammer? Yes. That's a good guess. Could be <laughs> yeah. In 2004, Somebody Told Me became the first top three single for which American rock band? Um, you do know this uh, one. Somebody yeah. told me. <laughs> that's not over the 1930. Pearl Jam. No, The Killers. Somebody yeah. told me if you heard. I knew, I knew, but I was thinking, I was thinking, yeah. in the 1990s. Yeah. Complete the title of Wet Wet Wet's number one hit from 1992. Good night. Oh, girl. Yeah. Initials. Which 2006 song by Sandy Tom has the initials I W I W A P R. W F I M H. What? <laughs> no, I can't work that out. I W I W A P R. And there's an open bracket. <laughs> w F I M H. Close bracket. I think this was number one. It was. I, I wish. I wish I was a punk rocker mm. with flowers in my hair. I think. It was, I think it was number one. Yeah. I think. Social vaguely recognised. Oldies. With which group did Midge Ure have his first number one hit single? Ultra Fox. No, it was Slick. Uh, well, that was a, that was a a difficult card. Well, I knew they was in another band, but I didn't know they did well yeah. enough to be at number one. Uh, 1980s again. Which married couple had a 1984 hit with Love Wars? It's one of your favourite groups. Love Wars. Love Wars. Is it? Wham. <laughs> no, it's Womack and Womack. Uh, well, I know. Footsteps. It did better in the 90s. Which duo had a hit with the 1984, 1994, sorry, comic relief single, Absolutely Fabulous. Pet Shop Boys. Yeah. Or Pet Shop Boys. Not the Pet, Pet Shop, Shop Boys. Boys. 21st Century. How did Lily Allen pronounce the title of her 2006 hit LDN? London. Yeah. Titles. Complete the title of U2's number one hit from 2005. Sometimes you can't. Get what you want. 
Nice. Sometimes you can make it on your own. Lost track of their singles after mm-hmm. around that time, probably. Initials, which 1994 song by Doop has the initial D? Doop. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And oldies, which American group had the original hit in 1956 with The Great Pretender, later covered by Freddie Mercury? Frankie Valley. I don't think I'm... Well, no, it's one of my my dad's groups. The Platters. Mm. Yeah, I don't think I could have remembered. Yes. Any more for any more? One more. This is 1980s, of course. Which British band had their debut American hit in 1984 with Run Runaway, 13 years after their first British hit? Slade. Yes. Well done, I wouldn't have got that one. 1990s. Dream on Dreamer. Dreamer on Dreamer. In 1994, was the first top 20 hit for which British soul band? Brand New Heavies. Yes. We're doing well on this card. (laughs) 21st century. British rapper Naomi McLean Daly had her first hit with It Takes More in 2002. What was her stage name? What was her... her, uh, Read that one again. Um, British rapper Naomi McLean Daly had her first hit with It Takes More in the 2002. What was her stage name? You you do know, well, you, don't, you definitely know of this person. I don't think they're still making rec- records or hits. Uh, uh, no, I can't really think of anybody. Uh, it's, um, it's Ms. Dynamite. Yeah. Um, titles. Complete the title of Billy Ocean's 1988 hit, Get Out of My Dreams. Get Into My Car. That's it. Very naughty. Initials. <laughs> Which 1996 song by Deep Blue Something has the initials? B A T. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. And the oldie one, which 1967 single was used as a, on a jeans advert in 1992 and gave Irma Franklin her only British hit. Another little piece of my heart. Yeah, take a little. Take a little piece of my heart, yeah. to tell us a little about an edition of Smash Kids magazine from the early 1980s. Hello listeners, uh, this is just a little bit to go in an episode. Um, it's, uh, well, you remember how we talked about looking magazines from the 70s? Well, uh, this time I'm going to talk to you about the contents of a Smash Hits magazine from... Um, the 27th of May to the 9th of June, 1982. Um, now, 
for those of you who don't know what Smash Hits was, it was a magazine that was far more about music. I think, well, to be honest, I never actually had Smash Hits. It's a magazine that I have heard a lot more about, you know, sort of since the 80s. Um, I was busy, well, I had Doctor Who magazine and I had Looking for a while and then I had Mad Magazine and, well, eventually I had my own money and I, I, I sort of, Smash Hits, I guess, was made more for maybe a teenage audience and when I started buying music magazines in the later 80s, it was things like Melody Maker and Enemy and Q and Select and sort of more adult music magazines but this, this smash hits was more of a pin-up magazine with song lyrics and um anyway i've been buying a few of them from ebay and the one i'm going to look at today the one i mentioned from the summer of 1982 actually this is just before my brother was born about two, three about two or three weeks before on the front cover there's a really good picture of toya the, um Although, yeah, I want to think how many hits she actually had in 1982. I think I associate more of her hits with 1981. But uh, there we go. So, Toy on the front cover. Uh, it says also there is um, uh, articles on Duran Duran, Echo and the Bunnymen, Madness, and it just says Adam. I presume it means Adam Ant. Um, also says there are hit songs by Associates, Altered Images. I don't know if that's song lyrics. I also don't know if, if any of this magazine sort of um, had a pull-out section, i.e. is there any of it missing? Possibly. Um, so, uh, the picture on the back side of the front cover is of a song called Club Country by Associates, um, and there's a uh, there's lyrics as well. It's not a song I not a song I think I know, but uh, now I think that a lot of the magazine. Uh, well, it's sort of a mixture of black and white and colour. So there's an advert for the Back of Love. Um, a 12-inch edition, a limited edition single by Echo and the Bunnymen. Then we have an article about Toya. Um, unsociable, arrogant, selfish, stubborn and jealous. That's the real Toya, according to Toya. Huh. Um, yeah, it's sort of a day in the life of Toya. Um, sure, this is around the time she was recording... Um, Oh, Brave New World. Brave New World is the is the single that uh, there is lyrics of on the next page. That's one of my favourites, Brave New World. New beginnings, new surroundings, new love, another world to dream of. New beginnings, new surroundings, new love, it's a brave new world. It's one of her best singles, but I have a feeling it only charted in the 30s. She did look incredible at this stage. I guess a lot of her hair must have been a wig. I don't know. There's a lot you could do with um, backcombing and um, hairspray in those days, though, so who knows? There's also an advert for Chaz and Dave. Mustn't Grumble, latest album featuring Ain't No Pleasing You. 
Yeah, I don't think Chess and Dave really appeals to the uh, Smash Hits crowd, but who knows? Um, there's some pictures, some of these pictures of some footballers, although I, think, I don't think they're real footballers, because there's Suggs, Terry, T Terry Hall from Funboy 3, and uh, yeah, I think this must be some celebrity uh, football match. Uh, next we have lyrics for a UB40 song called Love Is All, Love Is All, Love Is All Is All Right. I've never heard of it. That love Is All Is All. And then Mary Wilson, Baby It's True. And Mary Wilson did have a hit, but I don't think Baby It's True was one of them. There's also altered images, song lyrics, Pinky Blue. That's a song of theirs I know. I don't think it was a big hit. What else? Um, got an advert for audio tapes from the HMV shop. Gosh, I used to spend a lot of money buying audio uh, cassettes, blank ones, so you can make your own compilations. Um, particularly around the time that I was uh, doing my paper round. And also, um, I used to record a lot. When the Top 40 was played, I'd record my favourite tunes. Um... Uh, then there's an article about I think it's a band called the Higsons, which I have no recall of whatsoever. Then, gosh, this page is busy. I don't know if this is a news page, um, a sort of a sort of everything page. Uh, Susie and the Banshees. Susie of Susie and the Banshees was having her 25th birthday on the 27th of May 1982. Uh, Charlie Watts of the Rolling Stones was 41 on the 2nd of June. Uh, Nick Rhodes of Duran Duran was just 20 on the 8th of June. Uh, gosh, lots of lots of little squares of information. Uh, there's a picture of Banana Rama. Not sure what they're up to, but uh, too much to take in. Uh, next page, there is Billy McKenzie of the Associates, uh, his top ten favourite songs. One of them is To Sir With Love uh, by Lulu. Um, and number one song in heaven by Sparks. Uh, there's um, charts, disco top 40, independent singles top 40, fan clubs, join the Adamant fan club. Um, not sure if it's still at the same address. Uh, Favourite songs of the week. 20th Century Hero by Buxfizz. Um, Rio by Dran Dran. Um, personal fa fact file about Mary Wilson. She likes seafood. She sees food and she eats it. Gosh, that joke was old even in 1982, Mary. Never mind. Um, then we have um, a black and white... Um, advert for The Hunter which was Blondie's last album before they split the first time it's the album that had Island of Lost Souls on I don't think it, well I imagine it's their poorest selling albums well I might be wrong, didn't have many hits but had some good tracks um, then there's some adverts for um, The Fix Shuttered Room, an album 
uh, lyrics for the song Paper Late by Genesis and Cantonese Boy by Japan. Singles reviewed. See if any of these. Uh, Crashing Down by the Nolans. House of Fun by Madness. Pinky Brew by Altered Images. Brave New World. Let's see what they think of that. What can I say? She seems such a nice girl when she's on the box or talking in these pages. You can't help but admire her energy and utter professionalism. But as soon as she sings, I get this awful feeling that she's somehow exaggerating. All her songs have to be about some grand matter and sung with talent competition gusto. Knock them in the aisles, sock them in the back row of the balcony, grab them and shake them. My first instinct is to duck. That said, this is relatively restrained. Should get on fewer nerves than the likes of It's a Mystery. <laughs> Not exactly a resounding recommendation from David Hepworth. Fireworks by Susie and the Banshees. Uh, Susie and Toy are on the same page. If you listen to the Hysteria Continues podcast, that'll have some meaning. Um, then albums being reviewed. Kim Wilde, Select. I think that must be her second album because it says it's an improvement on her first. I think her first album's pretty good, but there we go. Maybe I'm thinking of a compilation. Um, the Hunter by Blondie. Yeah, gets five out of ten. I'm not sure if this was one of those albums that came out after it was known that they were splitting or whether they split after they released it. Avalon by Roxy Music, eight out of ten. Um, Squeeze. Sweets from a Stranger, 7 out of 10. Not quite sure what singles came off that one. 82. Mm. Uh, turn the page, ad, a, a very minimal advert for Fireworks by Susie and the Banshees. Uh, it's like a question page. Can you tell us where Duran Duran get their slash-necked striped T-shirts from? I'm not sure if this is a sarcastic... Silly letters page or a serious one. There's a crossword which is kind of being half filled in. Uh, there's an interview and lyric page um, with Echo and the Bunny Men for their Back of Love single. And a big, oh, a pull out uh, um, Madness poster which hasn't been pulled out. Very good. There's a lyric page for A Bomb in Wardour Street by The Jam. Uh, I think I'm right in saying I think The Jam split up at the end of 82. So that's one of their later singles. Um, an advert for Goody Two Shoes by Adam Ant, which um, was the start of his solo career and was a number one in the UK. Uh, there's a, um, a word search which has been sort of given up on halfway through. And some adverts for other singles by bands I've never heard of. The Mood. And um, I'm not even sure. Roy, Roy White, Steve Torch. Is that, is that the name of the group? Um, there is a very small advert for The Associates Sulk, their new album. Um, Pen Friends. Uh, see, and this will give us an idea of the age of the readers um, of Smash Hits. It's 
quite diverse actually. There's an 11 year old looking for a pen pal, but they're 14, 15, um, 19, 21, 22. So yeah, quite a diverse. Um, lonely male 21 into heavy metal, ELO and OMD seeks female pen pals. Then we have the lyrics of House of Fun by Madness. Uh, uh, lyrics of A Little Piece by Nicole, which became a number one single. Again, dare I say, almost not smash hits territory, although Nicole was young. I guess it was just a bit of a middle-aged song. Um, oh, there's a page cut out here. I don't know what that's for. I think it's a page cut out. There's a competition to win 50 autographed albums. Of, of Duran Duran's Rio, which is one of my favourite albums of the 80s. Well, one of my favourite albums, full stop. Um, on the next page, there's an advert from Woolworths um, advertising both Rio and Sweets from a Stranger by Squeeze. Um, lyrics for a song by The Quick, who I've never heard of, The Rhythm of the Jungle, Faithless by Squitty Politty. And a quick chat with Adam Ant. Not a very long one. I've gone solo because it's a challenge, for God's sake. Starting from scratch. So the Adam. Um, oh no, there's another page on the other side. A three-page chat with Adam. Um, there's a few more adverts. Um, oh, letters page. Letters page is right at the back. Uh includes jokes competition winners dates gig dates um, things you can buy mail order type t-shirts etc posters and then the lyrics of Blondie's Island of Lost Souls and Fireworks by Susie and the Banshees we're back in colour because this is the back page or sort of the back page the penultimate page there's a really good picture of Susie it's a shame it's not a, uh, a poster, to be honest. But there we go. And then on the very back page, there's a rather wonderful picture of Duran Duran uh, wearing jumpsuits and quite a lot of eyeliner and some lipstick. It's a good look. Uh, yeah, so again, this is the sort of Rio era. That's it. Uh, from Smash Hits... 27th of May to 9th of June 1982. We'll uh, do some more of these in another episode, or maybe later. Okay. Our next clip is from a further chat between Paul and Callum, but this one comes from far more recently. The 11th of July 2021. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? We still believe. Can you, yes. sorry, can you hear me, Harry? Oh, sorry. I thought you wanted to sing. We still believe. Keep your shorts, I know you want to get the build up. I'm anxious. We had any noisy people. We're getting it worse. Well, yeah, you're getting it worse because no, not really. No, people are going into God knows 
tell these people will actually be still standing upright when it comes to because they're absolutely out of their skulls. This was like at 10 o'clock in the morning. There's no well, way today. Yeah, it's like there's no, there's no way that they're going to still be standing up by eight o'clock. Are they going up to are they, these people going up to London on the London, train? Going up to London on the train. Yeah. Mm. Are, they show, are they showing it in like Trigger Square or something? Uh, well, I, I don't think I don't think Obviously. they're doing it for the general people because I think I know previously they've just been having it as a key worker fan zone, like all closed off, so not not for the hoi polloi. Uh, I've not watched any of the games outside of the living room. Let's <laughs> so. uh, just get your music cards. We're getting to the. The tail end of it, I think. Mm. Yeah, I don't think those quizzes, that quiz I bought from Paper Chase was is particularly good. Mm. I, must get, I must get some of those out for you. Um, part two of that record store day is this weekend, it's Saturday coming up. I'll let you know what's on the list just in case there's anything worth me trying to get in on Saturday. I've been playing my singles that I bought from eBay. I saw you, oh. I saw you bought a few. Mm-hmm. The only one that was slightly damp, one of the Sheena Eastern ones. Oh a bit of a sort of, didn't let exactly me skip. But no, it sounds like that. Um, That's how yeah. it's supposed to sound. Yeah. 1980s, which, under what stage name did Christopher Davison have hits? Including a number one single in 1986. Um, You've definitely got some of his records. Um, Christopher Davison. Mm-hmm. Is, is, is he as a solo act? Yeah. And the name is not that dissimilar to what Christopher. Oh, Christopher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chris, Christopher. I was thinking Howard Jones or Christopher. Burra. He's a bit early. In 1993, I can't even read that. 1993, I think. Too Young to Die became the first top 10 single for which British jazz funk band. Miracle. Yeah. 21st century. Which American hip hop band had their first British hit in 2000 with Ms. Jackson? Ms. Jackson. I'm getting getting confused with mm. Luscious Jackson, who who weren't really a hip hop band; they were more a pop band who did have a. Um, was it? Uh, I can't even think who did the, the same people who did. Uh, I want to bid your mother. I want to do, do, do brother. Uh, shake it like a Polaroid picture. Not those people. Outcast. Yeah, I was going to say it's the same people. Is it? Is it hey yard, isn't they? That's what I was trying to sing. Uh, <laughs> I could only remember bits of it. Uh. <laughs> Complete the complete the title of 
Scouting for Girls top 10 hit from 2007. Elvis. Elvis. Elvis isn't dead or something. Yeah, Elvis isn't dead or Elvis ain't dead. I like, feel like we parodied that one. Did you know all of their songs sound almost the same or they were just taking, they took some pop culture person and... Uh, Which 1986 song by Europe has the initials Tango, Foxtrot, Charlie? Final Countdown. It's the only song that anyone knows. Final, yes. Other than Europe, Oldies. I Got You, Babe was number one for UB40 and Chrissy Hind in 1985. Who had the original hit version 20 years earlier? Sonny and Cher. Sonny and Cher. Correct. We did all that complete, I think. That was pretty good. 80s. Simple Minds had a hit with the theme from 1985 film The Breakfast Club. What was the song? Don't You Forget About Me. Correct. Wasn't that other one? <laughs> what she said, she said. Mm. <laughs> yeah, she said, she said. Which I only recently kind of... All the things she said. All the things she said. 1990s. Which singer had hits like Play Dead, 1993, and Violently Happy, 1994? York. York, yes, York. 21st century, Love is a Losing Game in 2007 was the last single released during a lifetime of which British singer? What year? 2007. Which singer famously died? Come on. <laughs> There's a programme about her coming up, actually. It keeps being trailered. Documentary. Statue of her in um, Camden Market. It's not uh, Silver Black, and it's not. It's not, no. And it's not Amy Winehouse. Yes, it is. What, 2007? 2007. That's not right. Amy Winehouse didn't die in 2007. It's only it's 10 years this year since she died. Oh, a typo on that one. <laughs> Because they've been going on about, they've been going on yeah. about it being ten years. It was ten years ago today. It was around the time when I and I just arrived at the airport and not disputing it. Dominic said, uh, um, mm. "Toby, Toby was a bit of a Amy Whitehouse fan, so he keep mentioning." It. <laughs> Complete the title of Adele's 2010 hit, Rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. It's like rolling, not rolling the loop, not rolling the river. It's, oh. it's not rolling in cow pad. No, that's, that's what listening to the song sounds like. Um, oh, the deep, rolling the deep. Yeah, yeah, rolling in the deep. Which 1995 song by Ladysmith Black Mambazo? Has the initials Sierra Lima, Sierra Charlie. I don't think I know any of their songs. You know that you're. You, I mean, they, they didn't. They didn't write the lyrics. It's um, 
Spring Low Street Chariot. Uh-huh. We've done it for the Rugby World Cup. Uh-huh. And oldies. In 1986, Kim Wilde had a hit with You Keep Me Hanging On. Who had the original hit 20 years earlier? The Supremes. Supreme Premes. This last one here. 1980s, which song written by Meatloaf's collaborator Jim Steinman, he's dead, went to number one for Bonnie Tyler in 1983? Um... Douglas Clips of the Heart. Correct. Under what names did Ant and Deck have their first hits? PJ and Dunk. PJ and Dunk. In 2003, Erasure reached the top 10 with a cover of which 1977 Peter Gabriel hit? Salisbury Hill. I don't remember that. Do I remember that? Do I remember that? I, I know the I know the original. I can't remember. Yeah, no. Uh, it depends whether it, mm. it was on top of the pops or not. It uh, wasn't like a massive. It might have been one that did better than some of the things that they'd done. They do have the odd, surprising big hit um, in the noughties that you forget. Complete the title of Jesse J's debut hit from 2010 do it like not Jagger (laughs) do it like that do it like a dude do it like a dude which 1993 number one hit by Shaggy has the initials Oscar Charlie or Carolina that's it. And oldies, which 1961 record by Benny King reached number one when reissued in 1987? Stand by me. Stand by me, yes. Correct, correct, correct. Very good. Have, have you seen any of this? Rios every time. The thing that Guy Garvey does on. Sky Arts. No, Sky isn't working that well. Uh, I mean, I've not seen it either, but I might, now the football's finishing, because I think it's on a Friday, about 8 o'clock, but it's just the archives from like ITV um, music. And they're doing it in sort of the, about 83, 84, I think they're doing. Mm. So it's not... The usual stuff that you might, you know, if you always see the old, old top of the pops, for instance, I think mm. it's different. But as, as I've mentioned, it's a bit. I, I don't really understand how our Sky thing works because it Sky Arts is like a free channel. So I think I watch it live. But if I try and watch it on catch up, that seems that seems to be something you have to pay extra for. Mm. It's like you can watch. <laughs> BBC One, BBC Two, Three and Four. But Channel Five is the same. It says you have to up, up, change your subscription like if you want to watch it on catch up. I think on Channel Five. That's weird because Channel Five is free. I know. Free to watch. Yeah. On catch up on. I, like on- I have a 
player. I watch it on the iPad. That's a bit weird. I don't know. can't be bothered to check, you know, inquire as to why. is back to discuss an earlier issue of Smash Hits from way back in 1979. Hello, uh, me again. Now, um, um, we're going to be talking about another Smash Hits um, edition now. Um, last time we spoke, we were talking about a 1982 edition and... This is even earlier. In fact, it's about three years earlier. Now, I believe Smash Hits began in 1978, but this is from um, July, between the 12th and 25th of July, 1979. came out every fortnight at this stage. I think at the very start it was maybe monthly, but it's, it's fortnightly at this stage. I bought this one partly because it has a quite good picture of Susie and the Banshees on the front cover. Or Susie, from Susie and the Banshees, I should say. Um, so we've got words to top singles, including Good Times, Angel Eyes. Presumably that's the Abbott Angel Eyes, we'll see. If I Had You. Um, this article's about Tubeway Army. Um, Guy Newman's band. Uh, the Vuts. Ian Jury. So, the um, logo is a bit different at this stage. 25p in 1979. Oh, sorry, I'm just... How much was it? In, it was 38p in 1982. Uh, only gone up 13p in three years, but still, it that was a lot. You know, that was a different. Money was worth um, a lot more back then. We've also got the lyrics to Can't Stand Losing You by the police. So let's, let's turn over to the first proper page. Um, oh yes, this is the lyrics to Can't Stand Losing You. I quite like the police now. I didn't like the police that much at the time. Message in a bottle, walking on the moon. I remember being quite disgruntled by them um, at the time. But then I was, I was very young. I really didn't like... Do you really want to hurt me by Culture Club either? I thought it was soppy. <laughs> um, so we've got Chucky's in Love by Ricky Lee Jones. Don't know that song at all. Um, oh, yeah, that's good. We have a double bill. Voulez-vous and Angel Eyes lyrics. Look into his angel eyes. One look and you're hypnotised. He'll take your heart and you must pay the price. Uh, my... My... 
third favorite ABBA song. Well, my third, my favorite, my third favorite ABBA single, anyway. Um, I think it's underappreciated. So what have we got on the next page? We've got the lyrics to Stranglehold by the UK Subs uh, and No Class by Motorhead. Um, this column's called Bits. I think it's news. Um, information about new singles by, the, by Darts, Duke of Earl. It's a cover of the 1962 um, song. Ooh, there's a bit about the B-52s. Uh, hairstyles here are what used to be known as buffons and that this must be very early uh, their debut album it doesn't say it doesn't say much about them um, uh, Nina Hagen a little article about Nina Hagen does it matter can this woman sing um, Nina Hagen has quite a following all oh, the cramps as well um, next page we've got stuff a competition about the who uh, status quo it's uh, a little bit old school here all time top 10 by Richard Jobson um, I forget which band he was in mm. was it the damned I might be wrong best not to uh Exposed my ignorance. He later became a like a TV presenter. Um, he likes the Sex Pistols, David Bowie Heroes, which of course was quite a new song at the time. A lot of David Bowie. Next page: Balancing the Scales. An article about Susan the Banshees. Um, And this is relatively early, Susie, with the lyrics of Playground Twist. Not a single that I'm that familiar with, but obviously I know of it. On the next page, there's more lyrics. We, we've, on the next page, there's more lyrics. We've got, we've got Breakfast in America by Supertramp, If I Had You by The Corgis, which is one of my favourites, and Deeper Than the Night by Livy Newton-John. Not... That's not a single that I know very well at all. Of course, 1979 was the year of the mod, in a way. Well, the second coming of the mod. And uh, there were um, films like Quadrophenia. There's an article here, Midsummer Modness. Um, then we have a pull-out poster of Ian Jury and the Blockheads. Yeah, quite tempting. You might want it on your wall. Um... Next page, Generation X, Friday's Angels. Don't know. No, I think Generation X was the band that Billy Idol came from, but again, I may be wrong. There's, um, you've got a chance to win this great radio cassette recorder, and uh, I think there's a competition involving Tubeway Army. Um, you can get one of 25 copies of the album Replicas. There's a completed crossword, and more uh, you know more posters you can buy um, an article about the ruts and uh, oh two word searches that have not been completed and the lyrics of um, 
Boomtown Rat single Looking After Number One, which came out in 1977, to save a quest spot. So it may be that it's a, a slightly old single that people have been asking for the lyrics of. And here it is. Um, single reviews. Um, what have we got here? James Brown, It's Too Funky. 11 out of 10. They like this. B.A. Robertson, Bang Bang. Um, Queen, Love of My Life. From the new live album. Uh, Pretenders, Kid. They're not that keen on this one. They prefer Stop Your Sobbing. Albums. Uh, we have... Uh, Nick Lowe, The Cars. Dave Edmonds, Queen. Nothing massively famous. It's a picture of Kermit and Miss Piggy. Um, got the lyrics to Good Times by Chic. The Top 40. I'm not sure. I think this might be independent records. I don't think this is the actual chart. Um, the lyrics to The Golden Lady by The Three Degrees. Uh, answers to previous puzzles and forthcoming gigs. And the lyrics to... I think I've missed a page. I missed two pages. Oh, just fan clubs. And star sign. Oh, we might do that in a second. Letters. So what was my star sign? I'm a Scorpio. Travel stars are strong and favourable. Get on the move for fun and for luck. Widen out your horizons and your circle of friends and one thing will lead to another. Well, I was only about five at the time, so... Um, yeah, yeah, the uh, lyric page on the back cover is Married Men by Bonnie Tyler. Not the song I know. And then the Fave final page is limited edition screen prints, posters. So, yeah, I mean, you can definitely see it didn't change a great deal between 79 and 1982. But uh, uh, plenty on offer. Uh, 32 pages. 25p. Will you spend your pocket money wisely? Yeah. Anyway, that's it for now. I'm sure we'll look at some more editions soon. Between Paul and Callum, continuing on from our July 2021 quiz. Uh, yeah. Sometimes if you want a quick quiz. Uh, no, I'm not going to do football, because I won't be able to help you try film. Well, I'm an expert on film. What is the name of Captain Jack Aubrey's ship in the 2003 film Master and Commander? The far side of the world. I don't know, but we did go and see it. Did we? Yeah, that was Russell Crowe, wasn't it? Uh, 
don't know, I don't know what it's called. Probably the Poseidon. <laughs> um, question two: Which two actors play the firefighting McCaffrey brothers in the 1991 film Backdraft? Draft. That's the Beatles. No, no. Was, no, it was Brad Pitt oh, in that. I don't, I don't. I definitely didn't see it. I know Ron Howard was the director, wasn't he? Is it about firefighters? Or Val Kilmer? Was he one? Um, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of Backbeat or something, which is the Beatles. Backbeat, the word is on street. Question three. Cork Tip, Zigzag and Captain Bagshaw are all characters in which Carry On film. Sounds like um, carrying up the Kyber. Mm. Question four. Penguins called Skipper, Bryce and Private appear in which animated movie? Ice Age, Wally, Happy Feet or Madagascar? Um, well, Happy Happy Feet. It's Happy Feet Penguins as well, is it? I think if it's just about penguins, we should say Happy Feet. Question five. In what year did Disney release Cinderella? 1970, 1950, 1960 or 1940? Oh, I'd say 40. Those films were coming out then, weren't they? Those mm. cartoony mm. ones. Mm. Question six. What is the first name of Mr. Darcy in the 2001 film Bridget Jones's Diary? It's something like John or... I don't remember... Mm. I've seen it, but I'm not going to remember. Um, question seven. Tangled was released in which year? 2010. Tangled. 2010, 2005, 1995 or 2000. I can't even remember. I think that's a cartoon one as well. Say 2010. Doesn't feel like, I can't remember what it's about or anything. What do you think? I'll say 2010, but I've never, I've never heard of it. Question eight. Alec Guinness played Lieutenant Colonel Nicholson in which 1957 World War II film? The Guns of Navarone or something. Is that about World War II? <laughs> it might be. Damn busters. Go for the first one then. Question nine. Who played Larry Jones, Laura Lorraine? No, sorry. Who played who played Laurie Jones, Laura Lorraine in the 1944 musical Music. film Pin Pin Up Girl? Never heard of Pin Up Girl. Tina uh, Durbin. I thought Jane Russell was a... Jane Russell. Question ten. Who played Brad Pitt's wife, Teresa Mills, in the film Seven? Wasn't that um, what's his name from Coldplay's wife? Uh, what's her name? Oh, um, Apple. Perfume <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> made of my scent. Kim uh, Basinger. Uh, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> um, we did see that. <laughs> Question 12. What colour is Ariel's fin in The Little Mermaid? White, blue, red or green? I don't know. You might have seen it. You might have seen it. Blue. Green. 
question 13. In which decade did Disney release Bambi? 1950s, 1940s, 1970s, 1960s? Well, that's either 40s or 50s. Yeah. 40s. I think some of these came out actually during the war. Hmm. Question 14. I should know this, but I don't think I do. What is the surname of Carrie in Stephen King's novel, mm. Carrie? I, I don't think... I don't know. I don't know that one. No. Miss. Question 15. Who played Bill Sykes in the 1968 film, Oliver? Ollie Reed. 16. Who plays the role of James Clubber Lang in the 1982 film, Rocky III? And don't think I've ever seen a Rocky film. I don't recognise that character. It was what, Apollo Creed, wasn't it? it was a, a... Not the one that is not that one with Mr. T. Not the one with the Russian in. It might be Mr. T then, because he was in the third one. Mm. Mr. T, the name of the actor. Yes, it's B.A. Brackett. Yes, yeah. I can never... Question 17. What was the title of British actor Oliver Reed's last film? Wasn't that... The oh, was it Gladiator? Gladiator. 18. Who are the only two characters portrayed by the same actors in all six Star Wars films? Is it... Um, I don't know. I don't know that uh, the man who plays... Like, oh, 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 C-3PO and all that. I don't know. I don't know if he's in... All of the, I don't know if that character is in every single one of those Star Wars films. Harry Fisher, because I know they superimposed that, didn't they? Yeah, but that's probably beyond the six. They took that's all right. I don't yeah, know where those sure. questions even come from because there's about nine now. Um, because because there was the original three, then there were the three that came out in the 90s. So I guess actually, or it could be the Wookiee guy. Some of these people have died more recently, but. I don't know the Wookiee was in all of them. What about the person who played? Uh, I don't know. Harrison Ford. <laughs> but the same actors, just a minute. What, who, oh, who are the only two characters portrayed by the same actor? Well, I'd say characters. I'd say CP3, CP3O. Is that right? Oh, so you don't have like the younger, a younger version or an older version, basically, what you're saying. By the same actors. And also uh, R2D2. I think it, I think. Maybe those, yeah, because like Ewan McGregor plays Alec Guinness, doesn't he? C3PO, that's right. Question 19 Which singer plays Chicago police officer Sharon Pogue in the 2001 film Angel Eyes? I was going to say, (coughs) no, he went out. Who's the actress who was associated with Ben Affleck? Um, uh, Reese Witherspoon, no. No, I was thinking of the one who drunk her own, had blood, her own blood round and um, had a. Uh, I don't think it's her. I just know that she did do thrillers because mm-hmm. the bone collector. Uh, but I don't. Um, question twenty: Which U.S. state is the setting for the nineteen seventy one film, The Last Picture Show? Which I've never seen. Well, so I think I have to be a guess. Texas, I thought. I thought Texas. Texas. But it could be wrong. She was also a singer, I'm thinking of, with Ben, and ben Affleck, um, who did my favourite song, Play, Gotta Animate That Song. 
Day or night. Oh, um, Lo. Yeah. Yeah, she was in some thrillers when she, because she was an act, she was an actress as much as a singer when she started. Sort of, I think, and I remember them saying that the singing sort of distracted from the acting. Okay, question one: um, that boat, the ship in Master and Commander, is called the HMS Surprise. Surprise! The two actors playing the firefighting McCaffrey brothers were Kurt Russell and William Baldwin. Got them wrong. You also lose your carry-on um, badge. Oh dear. Because cork tip, zigzag, and Captain Bagshaw. On the, the jungle. No, follow that camel. Oh, God. It's debatable whether that's a... Phil Silvers. Well, isn't that one? That one, and don't lose your head. It's kind of debate. It's almost debatable that they're ever carry-on films. Um, or, or they had carry-on stuck on them after they later on in, in production or something. Uh, question for penguins. Oh, can't believe this. We would, we, neither has got this one, right? Pengu- the penguins called, Yeah, penguins called Skipper Rise yeah. Private. They don't appear in Ice Age or Happy Feet, but in Madagascar. Happy Teat. <laughs> what? Oh, this is horrible. In what year did Disney release Cinderella? Um, 1940, 1950, 1960. It was 1950. Okay. It was almost the 40s. Yeah, near the 40s. What is the first name of Mr. Darcy? It was Mark. I said John, but that's only a guess. So, Tangled was released in 2010. That wasn't a bad I think we got that. I think we, we said got that. got that one, yeah. Even, um, not bad. As soon as I can't even remember what the film's about or anything about it. Question eight. Alec Guinness played... Lieutenant Colonel Nicholson in Bridge on the River Kwai. Yes. <laughs> that only just come to me now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sort of see him looking sweaty. Um, question nine. Who played Larry jo- Lo- Who played Laurie Jones? It was Betty Grable. Uh. I said Dina Durban. <laughs> uh, question ten. Who played Hitman? Oh, we didn't we didn't even do this one. I skipped this one. See if you get this one right. I skipped the question 10. This is a real cock up. This is question 10 was who played Hitman Martin Q. Blank in the 1997 film Gross Point Blank? Oh, it was um, John Cusack. Right. You're right to get that one. Um, I might have got, I think I have seen. Who played Brad Pitt's wife in seven? It was Gwyneth Paltrow. Got that right. Yes. The colour of aerial spin is green. You said that. In which decade was Bambi released? It was the 1940s. It was Carrie White in Carrie, which kind of rings a bell now I hear it. Uh, Bill Sykes was played by Oliver Reed. Uh, um, James Clubber Lang was played by Mr. T. Mm, yes, yes. I, I, all I know is that he is in a Rocky film. I don't even yeah. um, it was Gladiator. Oliver Reed's last film. The only two characters in those first six Star Wars films was C-3PO and R2-D2. Oh, wow. <laughs> We're good. We've got to go through awful to be quite good at this end of the, this end of the quiz. The, oh, I didn't even take this in. Which singer plays Chicago police officer 
Sharon Pogue. I didn't even take in the, the and it was Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did sort of get, we did sort of put that as our answer. I just couldn't remember what her name was um, until, yeah, we did work out what her name was. I, I, I would have gone for that even more if I'd have noticed singer, because I don't know any singers, many singers who, women singers who are actors in 2001. Um, uh, question 20, which state is the setting for the last picture show? It was Texas. So I just need to count these up. Texas. Um, so question one, no. Question two, no. Question three, no. Question four, no. Question five, no. Question six, no. Question seven, yes. Question eight, no. Question nine, no. Question ten, despite me not reading it at the time. Uh, John Cusack, yes. With Paltrow, yes. Green Finn, yes. Bambi, yes. Oliver Reed, yes. Mr. T, yes. C3PO, yes. Jennifer Lopez, yes. And Texas, yes. We just scraped in at a 10 out of 10. Uh, sorry, 10 out of 20. Not 10 out Easy. of 10. Oh, dear. I need to lie down. Um, Easy. Well, so we managed half, not half marks. That was entirely due to the second half of that quiz. listeners that's all we've got time for i hope you've enjoyed all of our quizzes uh we were being very quizzy uh we're still on water on Thames station don't worry we haven't been here as long as you've been listening to the episode the trains are due any minute now but we ought to say goodbye to callum um oh. no, not really um well callum say goodbye to the listeners Goodbye, everybody. Uh, you see? Um, he really said it. Okay, right. Well, we'll be back again soon. Uh, you take care, and uh, yeah, hopefully, we'll go to another pub soon as well. I'm attacked by a wasp. Better go. Bye. again from their October 2020 conversation. 
Well, I'm just talking about recasting in soap operas. I mean, I'm only 30-something years late, but I've just got up to season seven of Dynasty. At the end of season six, Amanda Carrington was in a big fight and, they, and, and was fighting with Sammy Joe in a swimming pool and there was a fire going on. And when she was pulled from the swimming pool, she, her face had melted into a, a new actress's face. Yeah. Who was not, uh, apologies to the actress, but she wasn't quite up there in, in the in glamorous looks as the first one. I don't think she like. I think she, I think they think they only only in it for so they can finish her plot. I think I think the original actress had wanted to wanted to be paid more, and they said no, sorry. And, and then they got some. They could have just. Why well, they bothered really? They could have just had a dying in the swimming pool and not have to recast it. Mm. Yes, somebody else died in the fire. Although the last thing time you somebody who'd been in it from right in the start, the last thing you saw was her going. Oh, she started the fire <laughs> by mistake. See her getting all crispy or anything. There was a fight on Dynasty between because I'm on the stage where Christopher Casanova is in it. Oh yeah, yeah, Ben Carrington. And there's a fight between Dex and Ben. Dex. Was it Colby? I can't remember. It is a character. And it's quite clearly stuntmen because the fighting they're doing is like, suddenly it goes to like really crazy sort of yeah. fighting that a normal two men would normally achieve. I don't know, yeah. Unless they were on speed or something. They're like really leap, leaping back, flipping. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. These are the moments that I watch. I actually, I've now decided to commit myself to at least giving the early seasons of Dallas a go. Um, I found on on Amazon that uh, you could. Um, well, I'm going to buy the first few seasons, or the first few seasons digitally. If I decide I really like it, then I might buy the box set. But but there was a sale on the digital download. It was like eight pound for a whole season of like twenty nine episodes. Mm. So I thought I'll buy a couple of those. Because the the whole the whole um, who shot JR thing comes quite relatively early. I think it comes at the end of season. This is the first season's only like six episodes, and then I think the actual shooting might come at the end of the second season. So it's all quite it's quite early on in the day. I think the the shower season probably comes more midway or later. Yeah, late. yeah, that's obviously uh, a lot late, later. Yeah. But there were fourteen seasons. Um, well, the difference between that is when it came back, it was a continuation, whereas there is Dynasty on at the moment. But I think it's it's just back to it's. I don't know if it's remaking anything, but it's back. It's sort of starting again. I think just updating. Um, was Knots Landing? Was that was that related to Dallas? One of them. One of them was Falcon's Crest. One of those was linked to Dallas. But I think they were daytime soaps. Yeah. Rather than evening soaps. If you don't buy from me, listener, I love you all very much. Kiss, 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 exclamation. I gotta go now! This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at pride48.com. Oh, dear. (laughs) What's going on now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. 
You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. Hi, Big Fatty. It's Hi. me, Paul the Show Yeti. Hi, How are you doing? I'm good. You? I'm all right. Oh, good. Um, I hear the, I'm, the uh, crickets. I'm playing nursemaid to uh, uh, Ick today. Oh, are you? Um, I, don't, I don't know if you heard the with, news, but no. Ick is pregnant. Oh, Paul, what are you doing? Oh. Have you got me that toast yet? Oh. Sorry, Ick, I'm, I'm just making the toast. Are you It'll nursing him with your bazoo? Bosom. I won't. I'm just talking to Big Fatty. Draw, draw him close to your bosom. Yes, uh, Big Fatty, poor old Dick. No, uh, not poor, only is he pregnant. Poor Nick. Uh, I mean, we don't quite know how it works with aliens. No. Um, but uh, we he's know very how it works. So he's laid up in bed. Oh. Um, uh-huh. Waving his tentacles about. Oh. Uh, I said tentacles. Oh. And um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're we're sort of. All yeah. running around. Okay. Um, bringing him teas and coffees and cold I'm drinks, having, iced having, cold drinks. And I'm having tea Toast now. and biscuits and... The throat. Um, yeah. Paul, is the toast ready yet? Do what? Uh, no, no, Ig, it's not. Just a, another minute or so. Oh. Okay, hurry up. Do you watch... Uh, I'm sorry, all right. Do you, do you watch sorry, Big Fatty. Love Island? He's quite the taskmaster, is Ig. Oh, yes. Um, but uh, anyway... You're his bitch. Um, I don't think I've got any news particularly. Okay. It's just that it's quite hot. Although, yes, I'm hot. sure... It's not hot by uh, um, standards of, of, of where you live, but no. uh, um, you know, you know us Brits, we uh, don't don't get hot weather very often, and, and when it comes, well, we hot, we all melt. You're and, hot, uh, you're yes. like that witch. Oh, you just melt. The toast isn't ready the yet. Toast. I told you another thirty seconds. It'll oh, pop up when you're smelling toast. What about the tea? The, the kettle is boiled. Oh, the kettle. The kettle is boiled, big fatty. Oh, thank goodness. Um, I, was, I always find it very strange. Yes, me too. When I hear that, uh, yes. um, in, in the states, uh, a lot of people don't have electric kettles. They they have no. Um, uh, you know, they make tea in, in yes. a kettle on a stove, or, no. or stick it in the microwave, or something. Yes, I put a cup um, in the microwave. I, I think every single house in the in the UK has an electric quiet? kettle where you just press it and it heats the water and bing. But you also um, have those how, how, how do you make tea? Do you make tea? Yes, I just oh, told you. I just saw the toast to pop up. Oh, the um, toast. Right. Are you having a yes, stroke? Yes, I'm just going to do it. Okay. Oh, cold. Put him some no, no, jam. No, cold. I'm oh. not sure that the, the water is boiling. Oh. I don't want my tea cold either. He's kind of bitchy. I suppose you want tea in this weather. Yes. Don't question me. Don't question so, um, him. I won't. I'm coming. I'm going to do it. Oh, you're coming? Sorry, Big Fatty. I really must go. You, but, you're his uh, bitch. Yes. I hope you're okay. I hope I, you're okay, Poodle. Yeah, we can. just want to go make this gentleman's tea. Oh. And toast. Oh, yes. And, uh, tea and I'll toast. speak to you again soon. Tea All right. And Bye-bye toast. for now. Hurry up, Paul. My toast is getting cold. Oh! Uh, uh, okay, okay. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Blimey. Dear, Blimey. Oh dear. Dear. Guess it, y'all. That, of course, is the Shy Yeti. And Shy Yeti, thank you so much for the call. Always. It's lovely to hear from you. It's been a while, and uh, I'm uh, sorry that uh, you're having to uh, be X bitch, be Freddy. But uh, you know, somebody's got to do it. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Lift off. We have. All right. Yeah. Say hi, come on. Yes, we'll do. He says goodbye wherever he comes. Goodbye, good luck. Hey. You too. Bye. 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 Bye.
guy that likes pies on the show um what's his name what's his name what's he likes pies jesus what's his name